everyone, welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and there's hello across the water, Sharon Carpenter. All the way across the pond from New York. Woo. Find out what made Georgie say this. Not only should this be nominated for a Golden Globe, but it should be like in the curricular activities of school. <gasps> and what made Sharon say this? <gasps> I have to say, come on people, we're, we're getting a little too sensitive here. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Whoa. How are you? How have you been? What's going on? What's going on? I've been good. I've been good, Georgie. Uh, do you notice anything different about me? I know the listeners don't because they can't see me, but do you notice anything different? Well, I'm going to go ahead and say, because I am, I follow you on social. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's going to be a new hair change, maybe. You don't notice at all, do you, by looking at my hair right now? I wanted to go for something different, right? I went to the hair salon yesterday, or hairdresser, uh, and I got bangs, <gasps> as they call them in America, yeah. but it's a fringe, right? Yeah. And I don't think anyone's noticed. Well, you see, because like a fringe and bangs is, has always confused me throughout my whole life. And like, I always thought, I thought like, why would it be called a bang if it's just in the front of your forehead? Like just one bang. But then like- I maybe, know. Yeah. So maybe we're talking two bangs where it separates. So it's like bang, bang. Like- I've never understood the words. It, it just always seemed like a weird expression to me because I was just so used to the word fringe, no matter what's going on. If this is shorter than the rest of your hair, it's just a fringe. Yeah. But they don't even use the term fringe over here. It's just bangs. No. Yeah. So it's confusing. So if you were to say I've got a fringe, they'd be like, oh, you got some tassels on your legs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And if you go to the UK and ask for some bangs, they might take that the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we know Or exactly. the right way, depending on what you're looking for but I must, <laughs> I must say it does look lovely it looks softer it looks like a nice little flick back it looks really nice I'm digging thank you thank you I th yeah I guess it's like a subtle change it's not one of those changes you know when you you get your hair done and you feel like a completely new woman 
right? Mm, it's yeah. not quite that. No. I, maybe I'm just like a slightly adjusted woman at this point. <laughs> yeah, fringing out. Maybe one day we'll get you to Team Blonde and see what happens there. You know, I did that once. Can you believe it? I did a, a balayage. It wasn't blonde yeah. like yours. It was more of a, almost more like an orange blonde. I don't know if that's what I was going for. But two days later, it was like so brassy and I regretted it. And I get bored very quickly of things as well. Mm. So for me to go all out and do something really bold like that and then a couple of days later I want to change it I ended up going red instead and tried different shades of red like fire engine red I did (gasps) burgundy and uh, I I think that probably looked a bit better on me especially as I have the dark eyebrows right my eyebrows are very black yeah so it'd be it'd be big change though wouldn't it for like for like a hair color to the eyebrow color that's cool though Totally. What about you? Would you ever go Do you darker? Know so I did a TikTok where I got my mum to dye my roots in TikTok. Um, oh. In lockdown, sorry, on TikTok. Uh, we got to the point where we were swearing at each other because I knew she was doing it wrong. And she was like, I'm trying. <laughs> and then it got in like, it got in like the Daily Mail. So I was like, <gasps> and it, oh my it God. came across so bad, but it's with my mum's banter. So I have always done DIY jobs and I go to hairdressers and like, what are you doing? This is not acceptable. <laughs> and they literally cry a tear for me. So I have to ban myself from doing home jobs. But I've only um, ever been blonde. So, because I don't know how to behave as a brunette. <laughs> I don't know how to be. You're so fun. It's like you you kind of need to be blonde, right? Because blondes, they say, do have more fun. And maybe mm-hmm. those three days I was blonde, I think I did actually have more fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you can get away with things or whether you just pretend you don't know stuff, but really you do. And it's like. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Use that to your advantage. For sure. Yeah. Speaking of hair, there's actually, let's switch to makeup if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it, please. Yes. I just found out I'm totally on trend, right? There's this new makeup trend and I am ahead of the curve with this. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bags under the eyes. This is something that is hot right now. It's all over TikTok. Have you seen it, Georgie? As what? A trend. Like a good thing. As a trend. As a good thing. Please explain more. Expand, please. So I woke up this morning. I've had insomnia like throughout the pandemic, right? And I've been trying to cover the bags and cover the circles and use concealer uh, as I think a lot of us have. But there's actually a model on TikTok who uh, a few weeks ago, she did a video where she actually took some concealer. And you know, you're supposed to use concealer that's lighter than your actual yeah, skin. Yeah, a shade lighter. Brighten up under the eye, right? Yeah. She yeah. did the opposite. She used concealer that was darker than her skin to create actual shadows under her eyes and now it's taken off as a trend so that got like over a million views and now all sorts of other influencers and tiktokers are doing it and they're doing it their way some people are using purple under the eyes some are using beige lipstick you've got eyeshadow going on and it is the hot new thing georgie i think we should both try it out oh well what i need makeup right now maybe we'll just try it for the next video (laughs) we do it you look fantastic well, I, well, only because I'm putting so much concealer under here. And like, that's what the whole, the point is, is to like put light that, you know, make this light. What are we doing here? It is. I know. But you know, I kind of love it because it's sort of normalizing 
what most of us have at the end of the day. I mean, how many of us, unless you're five years old, have like this bright area under your eyes and always look alert? Like we just don't. And especially after 2020, I feel like it's a trend for the times, right? Mm. So many of us are exhausted. And like now we can look how we actually feel. So I like it. And what's interesting is there are some people who have been offended by it. So there's some people who have said, that my insecurity is not your trend. Like, that's not cool. Oh. But I have to say, come on, people, we're, we're getting a little too sensitive here. Maybe we could be like, look at these dark circles because of how hard I work. Like, I am rich. Like, that will suggest how rich you are, like how darker circles you are. And that might become a new attractive physical thing in the future I like it I like the way you're thinking Georgie I like the way you're thinking I'm gonna get a black marker pen and be like (laughs) (laughs) just circles like this just the richest woman in the world (laughs) (laughs) we certainly have had some questionable makeup trends I wonder though how would this trend go down on a nice like Valentine's meal with your boyfriend, right? Because of course, Valentine's Day is coming up coming. just a few days away. Yeah. And I want to hear from you, Georgie, because this is your first Valentine's Day with your new man. What do you have planned for him? Or do you know what he's got planned for you? Well, so I'm really bad at when I buy a present, as soon as it arrives on the post, I give it him. So I've already given my presents <laughs> to well, him. You've given him... You've given him his presents already. Yeah. Because I just I know I'm so bad at this. Like, it, it, I can't wait because I'm so excited. I cannot keep it a secret. I can't really keep secrets the best of times, <laughs> to be honest. So when You've pres- got those loose lips, Georgie. You've I got those li- loose lips. I literally am. Yeah. <laughs> Second name. Um, so... <laughs> When the present arrived, it was really cool. Pit, like a thing where we first met, like a map, like a, a point where we first met and on the date. So yeah. I've given that already. So I've got no more presents for him. Also like a check for <laughs> massages. And I'm telling everyone what I've got him as well. It was, surely should be private. But anyway, there's more. <laughs> so there's obviously underwear and things like that. So my idea for Valentine's Day, which, you know, being in lockdown together all the time, you should have time away from each other in another room or go for a walk and so you know you build up the suspense so I suggested this (laughs) to him and he was like you don't leave me alone and I was like you're right and he's like there's no way you can stay away from me and I'm like absolutely (laughs) not like I cannot stay away especially on love day of all days I'm literally just gonna put my hands in your back pockets and be like I'm here (laughs) (laughs) that is really interesting advice like step away for a while I don't know if that's enough to build up the suspense though a quick walk around the the park I mean unless like he's texting me like what we're gonna do later then I suppose that would make me run like I'd do a jog (laughs) (laughs) and then you know obviously heels and lingerie but Sharon what about you tell me what is your plan how are you feeling and everything my my answer is, well, actually, okay, I'm going to be honest about something. I didn't tell you guys about this, but I have actually fallen for someone during the pandemic. And we've been spending a lot of time together. And I think I'm in love. I think it's my soulmate. I have, like, I'm my, my own best friend in quarantine, right? Like, I'm really enjoying my own company. So 
you know how some people, like I have a friend who, um, I remember last Valentine's Day, I asked her what she was doing. She was like, I hate Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's kind of a grinchy kind of a, an answer, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not one of those people just because I'm not in a relationship. I hate Valentine's Day. Not at all. Like, I love love. I love seeing couples happy. And that just inspires me as well and, like, makes me believe even more in love when I see other people just, you know, having the time of their life uh, in this great relationship. So, um so yeah, I'm excited for Valentine's Day just in that sense. I think what I'm probably going to do, I'll probably get on a Zoom with a friend or maybe I'll go out with a friend to dinner because our yeah. restaurants are open outside. In fact, they're opening inside <gasps> again uh, on exciting. the 14th. Oh, you got to do that. But I, I'm also going to use Valentine's Day to love myself and to yes. you know, do some self-care and some pampering and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, amazing. I've, do you know, as well, I'm going to sound like an absolute crank, but... I feel like I've only fell in love with this guy because before all that, like you, I got to know myself and love myself more and also appreciate and know what I want and what I expect. And I think this is why for me personally, this Valentine's is going to be real good because I feel like I've worked so hard on myself that whole time before. And now it's just going to be like, I know this guy is amazing because I know. Yeah what I expect for myself. No, I, I love that. And I think you're absolutely right. It's, it's a, the best foundation to build a relationship on is when you love yourself, you truly love yourself. And I tell some of my single friends all the time because people get upset oftentimes about being yeah. single and not having a boyfriend. I'll, I'll tell them, yeah, but there are so many relationships out there where people are just so unhappy. The grass always seems greener, right? Mm. But there's a huge percentage of people who are in relationships and they're not happy. So work on you and make sure you're happy with you. And then it's all the more likely you're going to find that Mr. Right, not Mr. Right now, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Listener letter number one. This is from Anonymous. Okay. Dear Loose Lips, definitely want to keep me anonymous, please. Although maybe if you don't, it might solve this issue. I live with another girl and we're really close. But in the most recent UK lockdown, I've noticed something really odd. She started to get, well, smelly. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, we both work from home at the dining room table. And I've really started to notice it. This isn't meant to sound bitchy. I just have no idea how to deal with it. I really care about her. Does this mean I should speak to her? about it oh my first question I, I wish I could get an answer to this like how like what kind of smell yeah like uh, yeah. I mean, no smell is good at no. the end of the day but like is it armpit smell is it tiddly smell is it like is it bad breath uh, is it breath yeah did you just say tiddly smell yeah like you're tiddly <laughs> wait oh. <laughs> okay now I mean, oh, I just went from bad to worse. It could be bad. You just, and also, how even more embarrassing would it be to if it's a particular area of that person's body to say, like, what? Yeah, if you can tell exactly where the odor <gasps> is coming from, that's that's pretty rough. I, I think you don't really have a choice but to be upfront with her. But, but here's the thing just with all of us going through this pandemic, I think many people have a questionable relationship with showering right now, Mm, right? I think there are so many people who do. 
And you've seen those people on the Zooms, right, 16 weeks in, and they're still wearing the same black T-shirt. They think you haven't <laughs> noticed, but it's still got, like, the same white stain in the same place. So you know it's the same one. <laughs> day in and day out. Because I, I think so many of us think, well, what, if I don't have to go into work, why do I need to change? Like, I mean, I they probably think, yeah, and they probably think they're saving on washing powder, they're saving on the water bill. Like, exactly. that could be all part of the idea. And also, if you're not seeing anyone, what's the point in cleaning? in your teeth yeah. really <laughs> but I, I, yeah, do, I do agree still in there. yeah you're on zoom every time you'd be like it's still there <laughs> <laughs> and no one wants to tell him no be, you could be like it's spit on the screen it's not my teeth yeah <laughs> but how how would you do it Sharon like what would you say if like yeah. you're, you're a really close friend what would you say yeah I mean this would be really really tough I'll just I'll just say this right you you kind of have to tell her you say you really care about her because At the end of the day, smelling bad can lose you friends, can lose you your boyfriend or girlfriend, and can lose you your job, right? Because there was a a job that I had where I would work out of this uh, small studio, and there was a producer who was a great producer, but he stank to high heaven, my Mm, God. Oh, my gosh. So we don't know whether it was his clothes or whether it was his body. We don't know. We weren't trying to find out. But I will say this, because it was too awkward for my boss to tell him to go take a shower, he just didn't bring him back again. He basically <gasps> fired him. He was freelance, him. so it's not, you know, essentially firing. But he just never brought him back again, which was a real shame because he was such a nice guy. So oh. um, you have to do her a favor and you have to, as difficult as it is, you need to be upfront with her. And I would, you you got to be upfront, but you also have to be very tactful in the way that you say it. And I think yeah. here's my perspective on it. I think you want to sit her down and say, um, let's just say her name's Alice. Like, Alice, I've been meaning to talk to you about something. It's kind of a sensitive topic. I hope you don't take this the wrong way. But, you know, bring yourself into it, right? I've noticed because I wasn't showering as often and haven't been washing my clothes, I noticed something a little off about my own smell. Ooh. So I realized I had to do something about it now I'm making sure to shower every day so you put it on yourself first now I'm wondering Alice could you be going through the same thing (laughs) (laughs) and then you give her a compliment right it's like a compliment sandwich you give her a compliment talk about how fresh she normally smells oh I love that I don't know name the perfume that you usually wear um so I'm just wondering if there's something going on because your scent don't use the word odor because your scent (laughs) (laughs) smells a little different funky Uh, I'm wondering a little funky (laughs) so I think if you approach it that way fully expect her to get all funny about it um and things to be awkward for potentially the next few days but I think when she steps away from it she's going to realize that what you're saying is in her best interest and that you're actually right and nobody wants to stink at the end of the day right oh I agree I do I'm obsessed with like you know putting so many things in the washing machine that make everything smell incredible I even put those little bits in my pillows in my couch like I love my favorite thing is when people used to walk into my house back in the day and they'd go this smells amazing I'd be like yeah Voila. But when it's like your personal, like say if you, I'm always like worried about smelly breath and especially because we like wear yeah. masks now. You're like, oh my God, I can smell my own mouth. And I've yeah. never <laughs> smelled that before. So like you know, aware of yourself. But then when there's people or your friends that aren't and when you like, you've just got, it's just that first sentence, isn't it? It's just, mate, you smell. <gasps> and then, yeah, but just yeah. that. 
And then once that's over with, then you can go, oh, I don't know how to say it, but it's out of the bag now. And now let's talk about it because you smell, you tell me if I smell. And I think like you said, you bring it back to you. You'd be like, look, if I yeah. smell, please tell me because it's embarrassing. And I don't, <laughs> you know, we're in a little room together and whatever. There's only, it's winter now. There's so much snow. You can't open a window. So yeah. you've got to say, do you want me to buy you some perfume? or deodorant do you want to share yeah. mine or yeah and then literally it's the first initial boom smelly because then then you can laugh about it after be like oh do you remember that time you really smell <laughs> yeah i i think as you said the the initial reaction might not be a good one because she's going to be really embarrassed but when mm. she thinks about it you know uh, and as long as it gets the job done now if she doesn't listen to you and she doesn't care if she smells now oh. that's going to be a real issue <laughs> yeah that's another that's now another thing you do. then you have to get a new mate <laughs> exactly exactly because the thing is as well like it might have she smells up the sort of dining room area but sooner or later it's going to be the entire house and people are going to come <laughs> over at some point and they're going to think it's you so <laughs> yeah and then they won't be friends with you and everything's going to turn from smell to smell bad that's one thing I can't deal with though to be honest what farting yes Sharon it's a natural it's a natural instinct I know like, do it's even hard for me to say the word to be honest Fart. I know that sounds really Trump really really Trump. strange but I come from a family where none of us ever what? broke wind, ever, like ever in front of <gasps> each other. It's never, like we just don't do it. Are you so joking? if a man does that in front of me, okay, it's one thing if you've been together for years and it's an accident, but you better not bring that around me and do it on purpose and it better not be after the second date because there will not be a third. I mean, you're right. The, you're right. There's a there's a difference between like farting on your head for a laugh and accidentally, oh. and then like <laughs> sneezing and it coming out and you be like, oh, "Am I still cute?" Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And again, if it's too soon, it can be off putting. If I'm on a date with you, let's not don't go into the toilet humor. That stuff. No, you're. Very, I might laugh, but I'm also going to be disgusted. Yeah, underneath <laughs> your face, I can tell you were literally like, "Ew, oh, yeah, I need to get rid of it." I've told people before, like, don't say that stuff around me because I'm, I'm not going to be attracted to you anymore. Last week, the Golden Globes nominations for 2021 were announced. Yeah. So some of the headlines for the Golden Globe nominations were Emily in Paris from Netflix received nominations in a couple of categories, which has been criticized. Which have you have you seen Emily in Paris, Sharon? To be completely honest, I haven't seen it, but it's been widely panned by critics for a number of different reasons. And I think that's why people were really surprised because it was nominated in two categories. Yeah. Right? And yeah. we'll get into the snubs in a minute, but considering some really great shows, especially one particular show, um, was snubbed, people are quite shocked that Emily in Paris, which has been mocked, people have laughed at it uh, and made fun of it. Some people were offended by it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it myself. It's by the same creator as Sex and the City. So Darren Starr is behind this. Who you right? love. So how could you not love yeah, this Yeah, I absolutely love Yeah. yeah. I, I think part of it might be the day and time. So you've got this sort of 
privileged girl who goes over to France and kind of expects everyone to speak English. And she's wearing all these luxury items on yeah. a shoestring budget. It's like, how can you afford those outfits? So I think a lot of people feel that it's a bit out of touch yeah. in terms of what's going on right now. And that she comes across as a bit obnoxious because it's like, well, I'm America. You guys should all speak like me, even though I'm yeah. in France. Yeah, I think you're right that as in the way it is as well, sort of, it, it kind of makes the audience feel like we're supposed to be dumb. Like you said, yeah. like the expensive clothes and stuff, and we're supposed, like we're supposed to what? Want to be that and, you know, have ambitions to be this one girl that travels all this way and all of a sudden everything works out for her. Because yeah. I know for a fact, you and me have done massive journeys across two other countries that we've never been, you yeah. know, known of or like nobody knew us and we had to start out from scratch. And so it's kind of, doesn't make sense and it's not realistic because if yeah. every single kid or girl or man or thinks I'm gonna make it and I'm just gonna have a little bit of heartache a bit of ache uh, and then it's yeah. gonna be amazing and I'm gonna be rich or whatever then yeah. it's kind and of and everything just falls into place like yeah. that easily I meet fantastic friends on every street corner and yeah. you know new yeah, it's a bit disillusioned. Yeah. And I think in a time of realis like realistic things are happening, this and it's quite stressful what we're going through. I understand escapism. I love it. I think that's great. But when it's so I'm trying to connect to us and be that far fetched, I just to me, I couldn't really watch it. I was like, Yeah, Sex in the City's better. Mm, yeah, I yeah. Uh, and there are a lot of French people who are offended as well because so they, they feel that it oh, really? plays yeah. into stereotypes right mm -hmm. we were talking about not showering before but uh, apparently it plays into the stereotypes that French people might not shower as much as, oh. as other people and um, you know French being uh, rude and those sorts of things just the really cliche stuff so I think mm -hmm. people are over that like it might look pretty and you've got these designer clothes and everyone's good looking in the cast but I think it's just a world away from what people are experiencing right now. And I think they're really getting into some of these shows that are a bit more sort of gritty and a bit yeah. more real and, and that kind of thing. Which I yeah, I agree. So the snubs, let's go snub stage. Oh, What's so snubs. Yeah. So okay. Two one of our favorite, Bridgerton, has been snubbed. Has yes, it? it has. How do we feel about that? Because unpopular opinion here. Yeah, go for I it. don't think it was a real snub. I don't necessarily, and sorry, Shonda, I don't necessarily think it deserved a Golden Globe. <gasps> I mean, if Emily in Paris is going to get one, then yes, Bridgerton should should be nominated too. Yeah. Here's the thing about Bridgerton is really, really entertaining, right? We all love it. We all binged watched it. We love the characters. But if you really break it down, is the writing that good? Are the storylines that great? I mean, for example, one of the Bridgerton sisters, you know, the one who doesn't want to get married and she wants to follow yeah. her career and she's yeah. really upset that she has to go out into society and find her husband. They like smash you over the head with that. It's like, all right, I get the point. Like every yeah. time you see her, it's very one dimensional. There's nothing more to her, right? Yeah. Every single time you see that sister, it's her being rebellious and talking about how this is something that she doesn't want. So I think that they didn't really develop the characters in a way that, you know, a really, really, really great show would do. What do you think, Georgie? I see what you're saying, um, but I can recognize that in Soap, 
quite often as because if you know if you miss that one episode you can catch it up and understand what's going on because that same character is kind of doing the same thing yeah so (laughs) to come i could yeah and i could see that that's where sometimes it can get even as an actor like it can get frustrating because you think oh why am i doing this again when you know we can move on and evolve a bit but I, I definitely see that because it is a Netflix thing and you can watch it back however many episodes. And I think this is what's different in now we're evolving television wise is because we can now afford to move on because we can rewind live television and yeah. replay what has just happened and what we just missed. So we don't have yeah. to keep repeating coming on like in the next episode. Exactly. Oh, by the way, she did this. So yeah, I think, I think you're right that we need to all be cleverer and realize that the audience are clever too because we all yeah. suss this out and we can see it. We get a bit like, oh, stressed yeah. about it. But you know the biggest snub of all? Yeah. The biggest snub of all, people are really upset across the board yeah, uh, on this yeah. one. No nominations for I May Destroy You. And this is a fantastic, fantastic show Mm. for a a number of different reasons. But uh, Michaela Cole, I believe that's how you pronounce her name. She wrote the show and uh, she also stars in the show, right? Incredible actress, multi-talented. And she based it on her own experience of being sexually assaulted. And basically the the protagonist in the show, uh, she goes for a night on the town with some of her friends. Her drink is spiked because she's she's had whatever put in her drink. She can't remember what happens the next day and she gradually sort of puts the pieces together. But it follows sort of the fallout, the aftermath and the, the roller coaster of emotions that someone who is a victim of sexual assault may go through. And and this is something that so many women can relate to, right? One in five women in the UK and in the US has been sexually abused, I think is over the age of 16. And that is just a staggering statistic. Mm. That's 20% of women who can relate to to this sort of thing. And I think what's, what's incredible about telling these sorts of stories, one, it makes those who've gone through it feel like they're not alone, mm, right? Yeah. The, the, what, the, the emotions, the stuff that they're going through is very normal uh, and can vary from person to person. And the other thing is those who don't understand or haven't been in that position, they get more of an understanding of why it's something that can last for a lifetime after somebody has been through such a traumatic uh, experience like that. I think it's so relevant. And what's sort of surprising about this show as well is that there are elements of humor yeah you wouldn't think for such serious subject matter there are elements of humor in this so they've done it so brilliantly and as Michaela actually said in an interview she said that um it's not all just a pity party like you literally go through a range of emotions Uh, have you had the chance to watch Shorty yeah so I watched it as soon as it came out massive fan of Michaela I think she's from a chewing gum um series as well which she yeah. is a completely different character which shows how much talent she's got she's incredible she um i may destroy you was for me personally so uncomfortable like you know watching television shows being in tv acting out things that are uncomfortable but for me watching this i was so uncomfortable with certain yeah. things that certain elements of her story scene certain things like uh, she has sex with a guy and he turns out to be gay. And, mm-hmm. you know, at first, I think uh, I was talking to one of my friends about this and they were saying, oh, and they laughed. And I thought, well, that's not funny because that's not, that is not fair. And yeah, there's an also, there's one with like 
uh, he takes a condom off before and without yeah. her knowing. And then yeah. like you, there's certain elements of all these things that you would never think in your own head or your own uh, mind to think, hold on a minute. I didn't ask for that. That's not what I wanted. So there's certain, there's different degrees on a, you know, a different spectrum of yeah. all these horrible feelings and stuff that's yeah. there's never been really said before, especially on television and especially yeah. acted out by one person who's done sort of all these things. And she's even said she's been through certain experiences, hasn't she herself? So yeah, so brave, so amazing. In reality, yeah. Yeah, and that she's even put so much detail into it is that, we, we shouldn't be scared to see these things on television with your friends, speak about it and be like, oh, because there was another thing where there's like, you know, there's a room full of them all together being able to talk about it and all yeah. opening up, which a lot of people don't get to do, don't want to do. But seeing it, I think if you've watched it and you've witnessed and experienced some of these friend, things or your friends have, then you can go, wow, that happened to me. And so... Yeah. Not only should this be nominated for a Golden Globe, but it should be like in the curricular activities of school. Like there should yeah. be, you know, more open conversations of certain levels of how comfortable you should feel in sex. Totally, totally. And and how important consent is. So this is something that men need to, to see mm. as well. You talked about how a lot of women can relate to this sort of thing. I don't know if, is it appropriate for me to share a story about something? Yeah, if you want to, yeah. When... When I was young, I was 16, and I used to go to this club with my friends all the time, right? It was in Leicester Square. We always used to go, like, a group of us. Uh, this one time we went, there were probably about six of us. There were four girls, and there were two guys. And one of the guys was um, someone who ended up being my boyfriend later on, but he liked me at the time. He was a nice guy. He was hanging out with us. So... I was on the stage. We always used to get on the stage and like dance on the stage. And it was really fun. We had sort of party the night away. Um, I was about 17 at the time. Cause you know, we used to um, get a creep into the clubs and stuff like underage. And uh, so I'm there with my friends and a guy came over who I knew just from being out and about in London. Nice guy, nice looking guy, charming. Always said hi every time I saw him. And he came over and he said to me, oh, there's someone I really want to introduce you to. He really wants to meet you just over here. And just over there was the back of the stage, not backstage, but the back of the stage, right? Where the stage sort of meets the wall. So I'm like, well, what's the harm in that? Everyone's around, it's, you know, a packed house. So I go to the back of the stage and he basically pulls me into the circle. It's oh, it's just disgusting to even think that anyone could do anything like this. Pulls me into a circle of eight men who then go about trying to grope me. And I was, I remember I was wearing dungarees and I was wearing like a crop top and I was screaming and like trying to fight these guys off me. And no one could hear because it was so packed and the music was so loud, like screams were just muffled. And thank God, the guy who I said was about to become my boyfriend, he'd seen I was missing from the front of, my, uh, of the stage. He saw my friends there. He didn't see me there. He wanted to know where I was. He was concerned. And he found me in the midst of these guys and grabbed me and pulled me out of there. But I was just so numb I didn't even know how to feel because this was someone who I thought was just a cool guy and I was only going to you know a few feet away from where I was partying with my friends and that experience happened to me I've never I don't know if I've told anyone about that mm. maybe one or two people in my lifetime but it is something that you tend to carry with you yeah and I, I've 
tried to push it to the back of my head as much as possible. But it is shocking that there are people out there that would actually do that. Yeah. And I'm so sorry to hear that, Sharon, because no one should ever, especially when you feel like you're going out to a public place where you don't think anything sort of would happen like that. And also the guys, like, shame on them. Like, they probably, you know, they're bigging each other up about it. So they're goading each other about it. And I know, I know that you'd probably want to think, oh, who are they? And what you want to, yeah. you know, what you want to do to them or tell them. And that's, that's another yeah. aspect of it as well, isn't it? You don't, there's one way you don't want to face the person, the guys yeah. or whatever, because you don't know what you do because you feel like you want to shame them. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think you, it's the, it's probably the, the pain of not knowing to ever know them, isn't it? Like, yeah. And also you sort of have your own shame, right? And you think, oh, was it something I did? Did I, was I stupid to walk back there? Again, there were people around, you know, it was a public place. Yeah. Um, was it something I wore? Yeah. And, you know, we, that's the thing, like we should never question ourselves. It doesn't matter what you're wearing or yeah. not wearing. It doesn't matter. Nobody has any right over your body yeah. aside from you. He He got me out of there. He got me home. And I never spoke about it again. <sighs> so yeah, there's so many women who can relate in different ways. And sometimes it's people you don't know. And sometimes it's people you do know. I yeah. mean, it, sometimes it's it's women's husbands. And and I also want to say when you know, say about what you wear and stuff, they should never be consent. Like that is so, it's so not like, it's so scary that a woman has to think about walking out at night. Telling these sorts of stories, this is why they're so important. And these are discussions that need to be had more and more. Yeah. I will say this about the show though. Um, thank goodness the uh, SAG Awards came through and they did nominate Michaela oh, uh, for Best God. Actress in the Limited Series. Woo! Yay! So the SAG Awards, of course, is your peers, right? It's other actors um, who are voting in the SAG Awards. So, so that's great. And also the silver lining here is that this has brought a lot of attention to the show. Now, the reason we're talking about this right now, uh, last week marked Sexual Abuse and Sexual Violence Awareness Week. We wanted to dedicate a part of this podcast to that campaign. If this isn't the right time for you to listen to a conversation around that, please do know that you can put this episode down and return when you're feeling more ready. So on Monday last week, the Ministry of Justice launched the hashtag It Still Matters campaign to raise awareness of the support available for victims and survivors of sexual violence and sexual abuse. As part of that campaign, today we, in partnership with the Ministry of Justice, have a listener letter from a survivor to share. Yes, we do. Dear Loose Lips, I wanted to tell you about when I reached out for support to help me deal with being sexually abused as a child. Without the support from victim support and safety net, I would not be at the point in my life that I am today. Before receiving support from these organizations, I had no self-belief or confidence due to the sexual abuse I experienced when I was a child. They have helped me achieve a future that I thought was never possible. I reached out to victim support because they specialize in helping people affected by crime or traumatic events. They provided me with support throughout, explaining the various stages and answered any questions I had. 
Victim support also put me in touch with other organizations, one of them being Safety Net. This is a free service that supports the recovery of victims of abuse. They provided me with therapy, which has honestly been life-changing for me. I now work in the healthcare profession and am undertaking professional qualifications. I feel more able to enjoy my life with my husband and children and will be eternally grateful for everything these services have done for me. If you've been the victim of abuse, please reach out for support. The process may not always be easy, but it's not any harder than trying to deal with the effects of abuse on your own. Help and support will be there for you. Thank you, a survivor. Remember, as a victim, you are entitled to support whether you report the crime or not. Visit gov.uk slash sexual abuse support to see the support on offer. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, it still matters. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, welcome back. And now ending on a bit of a lighter note, we have news number two, which is a clip of a Zoom meeting held by Hanforth Parish Council. It's gone viral. I don't, it is hilarious. <laughs> have you seen this, Sharon? I have seen it. I mean, it took me a while to figure out, to be honest. I'm like, what on earth is going on here? But if you think your Zoom meetings, your work Zoom meetings are bad, this is like the worst Zoom meeting in the history of bad Zoom meetings. Right? Yeah, it's, this is like... Explosive. It's like angry locals that obviously are really pissed off with each other. It features <laughs> members of the council getting particularly like rowdy about bureaucratic issues. So are these like mates before or not? Like, is this like a weekly thing going on? I don't know how often they do it, but they obviously don't like each other very much. <laughs> and you have so, such a great mix of stuff. You've got toilets flushing, you've got swearing going on, you've got people cursing at each other and shouting at each other, you've got people being ejected from the meeting and sent to Zoom purgatory, like the waiting room. So they're <laughs> just in, to get back in the in. waiting room just having to cool down, like a time out <laughs> chill. <laughs> 
Except they probably weren't cooling down in there. It was just the weirdest, strangest thing. I, I know we have a clip and then we'll discuss what was actually happening. Uh, but Charlotte has a clip, our producer. Let's see it. We'll start the meeting and I want to repeat what I said at the beginning of the last meeting. That this meeting has not been called according to the law. The law has been broken. It has been properly Will called. Will you please let the chairman this is please. If you disrupt this meeting, I will have to remove you from it. You can't. It's only the chairman who can remove people from a meeting. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. No authority at all. Jackie Weaver? She's just kicked him out. This is a meeting called by two councillors. Illegally. And they now elect a chairman. <gasps> no, they can't because the vice chair's here. I take charge. Oh. Read the standing orders. Read them and understand them. <gasps> Dear me. Appalling behaviour. Oh. Where did all that rage come from, from the vice chairman, though? Times like, are I tense. Like, Read them and understand them. It's <laughs> <laughs> tense times. And if you're getting a new chairman and nobody's ready for it, oh, it's kicking off. This is it's the funniest <laughs> thing ever, isn't it? What, did you it's see, the funniest thing. Did you see the BBC News called, uh, like, so they've, like, been reporting on, like, this is, this is like, some heavy stuff that everyone's talking about and the the bbc wow. news actually called was it jackie is that a name jackie, jackie weaver, weaver yeah jackie weaver they were like putting her as a headline as she has the authority <laughs> so everyone is in on this like the whole of the uk this is absolute bants for us in it we love this kind of stuff i love it you know it hasn't made its way over here in the same way um <laughs> but i absolutely love it hopefully it will but yeah they're all everyone's questioning her authority and sorry i am gonna make it a male female thing Ooh. right yeah. this is all the men questioning her authority and it's like she's just trying to hold the meeting in an organized fashion and there were a couple of women who were sticking up for her but the meeting basically kicked off the way it was going to go on right I don't know if you heard at the very <laughs> beginning it's hilarious I'm like did I just hear that right so the the chairman I love his voice by the way he's yeah. just got like such an amazing voice <sighs> but he starts off by saying um are we going to get started and all you hear is F off in the background. <laughs> Except it's not just F, there's a UCK on there. I'm like, what's the that? Um, so it's just the most bizarre thing. And uh, Jackie Weaver ended up trending on Twitter, looked on YouTube. I watched on, on yeah. YouTube initially, and I was looking at all these comments, and they were probably from Americans because here in America, we're, we're like, what's going on? I have no idea. I got totally lost. But apparently, the whole meeting was 80 minutes long, and then this comedian found it online and then he cut it down for the best highlights so the highlights are 18 minutes but what I love as well so Jackie Weaver who was the one who they were questioning her authority but yeah. she held it down she was the only one who remained calm oh. throughout the whole thing you had people like going into hysterical laughter and then they'd get banished <laughs> to the Zoom wait room <laughs> being rude and, uh, and people just love the way that she handled herself so it's just so cool to see oh, uh, a group of people the most unexpected because 
Uh, yeah. Hanforth is in Cheshire, right? It's a is small it? town in Cheshire. I mean, yeah. it, it, it seems like quite a local thing to me. It seems like what my yeah. local council would like get up to. It's a kind of, you know, <laughs> it's like one of them, I don't know, let's just call him Alan. Like you've hated Alan for years and you've got this final yeah. thing to just to get back up. Like you've got your back rate, like you've been you've been sitting on yeah. this conversation for ages. You go, Alan, fuck off, Alan. I don't <laughs> like you anyway. And it's just, it's the beginning of the 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 sizzle of the what you've always wanted to say to each other. And it's probably one of the most de-stressing moment they've probably all had as well of their lives, which they finally got to say what they wanted to say to each other. No, you're right, because most of them have probably known each other for years and years. I think Jackie was kind of the new one coming in, right? She was <laughs> she? in there to help them organize this, this meeting. <laughs> What's really interesting now, so it's so local, right? But now it's like national and international. Yeah. And even tweeted about it. And he was like, I don't remember Hanforth being this lively <laughs> uh, when I was an MP there. So I thought that was great. But I think these guys deserve their own reality show. Would you watch it? Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I'm totally into that. <laughs> I would absolutely love him, but they need to not hold back. They have to sign a contract where they have to say outwardly their feelings. Absolutely. Yes. And I think they'd be okay with that. The funny thing is, even after all this attention, the chairman's still taking it so seriously. So in interviews, <laughs> he said, no, this meeting was illegal and she's just you know, a regular person, a regular citizen. She had no authority. So he's still sticking to it and taking his job very seriously, despite the newfound fame. <laughs> Wait until that parish gets put in their local church hall and put together and I want to be actually there i want them to film it maybe that should be the reality show of the actual meat of us oh, all yeah. of what they actually want to say and do to each other when we're allowed to be less than two meters <laughs> oh well thank you for listening everyone thank you so much guys bonus episode of course coming your way on friday we've got that extra lippy for you and of course we're back on tuesday next week with a full-length show so subscribe Rate and review. Please tell us we're amazing because we love that. Thanks. We want to hear from you. Loose lips at greatreductions.com. Yep. And follow us at the Missy Porter and at Sharon Carpenter. You can hit us in the DMs with your questions, okay? We want to answer your dilemmas. We want to help. We're here to help you. See ya. Bye, guys. See you soon. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.